Absolutely. Thank you. right now in my house because of the heat. I mean, if right? that counts, that counts. <laughs> right? That, that counts, right? Okay. Heat waves, all right. I feel you. Carolyn, I feel you. Okay. I'm going to crank this up just a little bit so I can feel it. Sweetheart, I'm feeling the same exact thing, but it only counts until I got to put the leash on and walk the dog. Oh. And get it back to 12 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, I oh, know. Poor, do- poor dogs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the dog needs a coat and boots and a vest and a scarf. The dog's okay. It's me. I'm shivering like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see any snow. Like, it, it never fails in, in, in Maryland. I mean, it snows, but then it's not it, – it'll just be like little, you know, snow flurries here and there. It'll stick on the ground for a few hours, then it'll be the rain and then the ice. But then, like, in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be – I'm telling folks, I know this. It's, it's been a reoccurring here for the last two years. It will seriously, on February 20th or the 19th, 19th or the 20th, they'll call for snow. And next thing you know, it's going to be a blizzard. 
<laughs> I am done with snow. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. You know, it's, it, it wouldn't be so bad if we would get it in small increments throughout the whole of winter. But exactly. it just it just gives us a little bit, and then it's 50 degrees, and then it gives us a little bit, and then it's 40 degrees, and then it gives us a little bit, then it's 40 below zero. You know, See, and now, like I said, we're, we're waiting for two feet of snow right now. I mean, it's just that's nuts. why we all need to live in Salem. I mean, for being in the Midwest, they all, they get yeah. one snow every three years, <laughs> and it's gone the next day, and they're all hanging out having coffee in the square. Yeah, I'm going to Sunset Beach. I will go to Sunset Beach in a heartbeat. I'll just mm. have, you know, I'll just be right there on the beach, just hanging out. Just well, I, I would take. I take it none of you want to go to Genoa City then. I mean, I would. <laughs> That's Wisconsin. Oh, uh, I, I would during the spring and the fall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I am in Genoa City, I'm checking out all the bathroom walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, we could do um, we could do Bold and the Beautiful, you know, because they're in in LA, so that's nice and warm too. If we're gonna yeah, well, pick, you know, cities from our soaps. Um, I know, but work. we might get stuck in the cafe with Sheila and never be seen again. Oh, Lord. One of us hook up for Brooklyn Ridge. Otherwise, we're out. We're stuck. Yeah. Hey, you, get, you get to hang out with the seven people that only live in Los Angeles because there's only seven people in Los Angeles. I don't know if anybody yeah. knows that or not. Yeah. Unless, unless, you're getting mar- unless you're getting married, then it's, it may be 13 people that will be showing that be in L.A. Yeah. You, know, you never know. Never yeah, know. thanks. Thanksgiving or Christmas or something, there's more people. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, oh for God. our listeners, we're just chit-chatting while we're waiting for our guest to call in, who happens to be Austin Peck, and I'm sure Whoa. you guys recognize him as an actor for Days of Our Lives, One Life to Live as the World Turns, and so on and so forth. Um, he's joined the cast of the Emmy-nominated series Tainted Dreams as a character of Max, and you can catch Tainted Dreams on Amazon. Season 2 just started, so get on it. I mean, and of course he reprised his role for a short time as Austin on Days of Our Lives. And I see that there's a petition out there. Do you guys see that petition to bring Austin and Carrie back? Yeah. Yeah. Carry it back. Yeah. Yeah, but they want them back together on the show at the same time, so. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't hurt I'm... to try. Well, there's a lot of untold we... story there, and they could definitely explore yeah. the whole Abigail thing. Um, in the wake of Sammy leaving, there's a lot that could be explored with that too if they brought him back, and obviously Anna, who's a whole lot of fun with or without her urn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Oh my lord! Who would want to walk around with that all the time? Pants. What? Would you like to announce the winner of our Valentine's poll? Oh yes, we put out a poll. For who you love the best as a couple, and uh, 
hands down Erica Nicole from Days of Our Lives won. I mean, it was a slam dunk. Nobody else had a chance. So I don't know where it must have been posted in a, a Eric and Nicole Facebook group or something. Because <laughs> they all of a sudden came out of the woodwork. And, I mean, we had a few hundred votes. And a, probably about a good 70% of them were for Eric and Nicole. Really? Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah. Who was number two? Who was number two? Kayla and Steve, I hope. Um, you know what? I'd have to look. I don't remember. I just, uh, I just looked at the first one. You know, whoever the winner was, and um, Eric and Nicole. Yep, Eric and Nicole. I like them together too. Nobody else. Mm-hmm. I I like them well, together, although. I, I wish that they hadn't rushed the exit storyline. I like the dynamic yeah. between Eric, Nicole, and um, and um, Brady. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I really wish they hadn't rushed it as 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 fast as they did. There was there was a lot of potential story there. And you know what? It's oh, wow. it's funny, and it might just be the actress and and you know partly the character. But I actually like Nicole with everybody pretty much that she was with, except for. You know, when she was with Stefano, that was kind of odd, but. <laughs> I really, I hearken back to the days when she was with EJ. I, I, there, was, mm-hmm. there was magic between the two of them. Um, yeah. and, and I wish they had, you know, I wish they had revisited that too at some point. Yeah, it would just be nice if EJ came back. That's all there is to that. And <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean another actor, although, of course, I'd probably eventually, you know, live with it, but I mean, come on, there's only one James Scott. <laughs> Absolutely. There is. That is kind of interesting. If one day down the line, Dave decides to bring EJ back. I mean, I always say this, when, when you have an actor so familiar with the role, like us viewers, like you said, there's only one person that can play EJ, James Scott. And then when they have somebody, I mean, I feel bad for casting directors all the time because I'm like, okay, you have this job, you have this task to hire the actor to play the recast of this yeah. popular character, and it can go either or. And let's be honest, we're also fans. Over the years, there's been tons of recasts that has done well. Right. And there's some recasts that has been like, um, okay, really, what's the casting directors drinking? But right. I mean, I just I was constantly every time I heard a casting you know thing for Days of Our Lives about a tall, handsome leading man, I'm like, please don't, please don't. I'm like, who are they gonna? Who? Okay, okay, it's my EJ because I yeah. think so. That's just like Young and the Ruffles with Adam Newman, or yeah. you know, General Hospital with you fill in the blank. Nicholas Castanon, I got which is weird because Days of Our Lives. But I just well, you know speaking that's of one Nicholas of those Castanon. Roles. That was the room. That was the big rumor for a good couple of yeah. weeks when we found yeah. out that Tyler Christopher mm-hmm. was going to Days. Everyone thought he was coming on as DJ. Yeah, I mean, there's you guys chit chat, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna make a call. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. okay. And you know, and speaking of recasts, we, you know, we can we can crown the bold and the beautiful uh, as the recast. You know, sh- the show recaster of the year, um, of the last couple of years. And, um, you know, they've taken some famous names and put them in some famous roles to 
some critical acclaim and some critical, uh, you know, like success, depending on who's who's viewing it. Um, Ingo is really trying very hard to to, to walk in the in the shoes of, of Thorne, uh, and he's not really getting a lot of fan support. Hello. 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 Who's Hello? calling? Hello. Hi, Austin. <laughs> yes. Hi, this oh, is Pam from hi. Take Two Radio. How are you? Oh, hey. Hold on one second. Hold hey. on one second. Let me get off your line. Hold on. Hold on. All right. <laughs> That's weird. It didn't put him in the private room so I could give him the heads up. It How just put him on airs. It just put them on air, so it must have they must have changed something. I don't yeah. know. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yep. Can hear, can hear oh, you. Awesome. You. Take take two radio. Here we go. Rock on. <laughs> In the immortal words of Matthew McConaughey. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us tonight. We're so very pleased to have you. Well, I appreciate it. I'm so busy right now. I'm sitting in front of the TV, and I just was talking with a buddy of mine about, you know, movies. So, yeah, I'm, like, so busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 have, I have a buddy of mine. We, we, you know, he's he's a filmmaker, an actor, and stuff like that, and we just, <laughs> we just like, I'll see a movie, and I'll be like, dude, I just saw this movie. It was awesome. And then, or I just saw this movie, and it totally sucked. <laughs> and then we'll just talk about it. Well, like literally for two hours, we'll just talk different, you know, talk about well, Hollywood and that, movies. And... That gets interesting. I mean, it depends on what movie you're talking about, and it's it's great yeah. to hear other people's opinions. So oh, yeah, well, yeah, when you when you yeah, I mean, you know, it's like we were talking about horror movies. You know, name the what's what's the best horror movie that's ever been made. Um, I, one of my co-hosts can answer that because I'm not into horror movies. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I'm not, a, I'm not a big horror movie fan, but I know enough about horror movies, and I'm just saying, what's the best? What is the best horror movie ever made? I, well, it, it depends on what you're looking for. If it's the suspense factor, or if it's the gore factor. I mean, I love not the, the gore hostile. factor. The, that's to me, the gore factor is more like you know, there's an there's like slasher porn. That's a little Ugh. bit like. You know, people just like to see people gore and all that kind of stuff. But I'm talking about, like, real, like, like horror movie, like, scary, psychological, you know what I mean? Like, like oh. really freak you out. Exorcist. The original yeah. House on Haunted Hill. Really? Yeah. Okay. Original House on Haunted Hill? Okay. All right. Yeah, the any, 50 any version guesses? of it is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I would say old the, school House, house of Wax. The old house, school, of, house of Wax, Okay. Well, hey, The Exorcist. Anybody? Anybody? Uh, that, the Exorcist. That, yeah, yeah, I think that's what I said. That's, that's, a, did, uh, that's the scariest that movie ever in. made. That's the scariest that movie ever made. Yep. And it got I nominated I, for an Academy I, Award. I cannot sleep without the TV on to this day because of that movie. I cannot watch commercials well, for it. <laughs> I can't hear anybody yeah. talk about it. I mean, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. All you have to do with The Exorcist is watch Repossessed right after it, and you'll be fine. It's the answer. No. Is, is, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
That movie was uh, awesome, though. Mm-mm. Not when you see it when you're younger. Let me tell you, it really no, makes an impact exactly. on was, your life. Was, I'll be honest. God bless my parents. I was four years old when I saw that movie. You saw Exorcist? I saw Exorcist. My mom, God bless her soul. When you were four years old? Oh, my <laughs> God. Wait a minute. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I grew okay. Not to take up enough time, but I grew up watching, like, horror flip films. Like, Freddy right, right. was my go-to, obviously. You know, everybody grew up with Freddy and Jason and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. that was, like, epic for me. Like, I think I learned how to jump rope because of Freddy with one, two, Freddy's coming for years. I right. had no problem. <laughs> I had no problem at all. And to this day, like, when I watch horror films, I always, I think they're more of a comedy now. Like, I don't yeah. know if anybody feels that way. I just feel yeah, so yeah, big, yeah. you know, old school, like Psycho, Exorcist, House of Wax, you know, the Haunted right. Those are iconic. You go yeah, from yeah, that yeah. to now, it's kind of like a, oh, my God, like, please, don't kill me. I'm lost. Right. Like, hey, did, but did you, see, did, you see, did you see Get Out? That was good. Get Out yeah, was Get really out good. Yeah, Get Out was a great movie. Get Out was really good. Get Out was yeah. really good. That made me believe yeah. again in the genre. That yeah, made me believe. Yeah. I was like, thank you. So, yeah. yeah. But well, I'm going to say get out. I'm not watching get out. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But actually, get out, is get, out, get out is more psychological. It's not a slasher film. It's more oh, psychological. Okay. Okay. And, it's, and it's funny. It's got some really funny, funny aspects to it. Yeah, yeah the hooks well, in it are great. Absolutely. That, right. That I can do. I don't mind suspense and psychological and stuff like that. Oh, you like you like Get Out. You like Get Out. So are we? So are we actually in the interview right now? Or yes, are we, we are. We're, we're okay. live we on are. air. Oh, cool. Okay, great. <laughs> we like our viewers well, to see the people side. The real yeah, right. Uh, right, and that's how we yeah. like to do our shows. So yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. But before I unleash my crew on you with their questions, would you like to share with us and our listeners how you decided to get into show business? How I got, how I decided to get into show business. Um, yep. Let's. Well, I well, I'm from LA, so that kind of helped. My right. mother uh, was an actress; she's retired. That influence helped, but it didn't contribute to me getting into it. And um, my stepfather was, uh, you know, a Hollywood agent. So, I mean, this, that, that environment was, you know, it, it was, you know, it, it around me. Um, but literally, I was walking down the street. These things happen. And some people came up to me that, you know, with a, for a legitimate agency and asked if I would be interested in acting and modeling and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, all right. And, and, um, I went out on a commercial call. My first one was for Kellogg's pop tarts and landed a job. And here I am like, you know, 16, 17 years old, getting residual checks that I was like making my eyes pop out. And I was like, I think I found my career. Wow! Nice. <laughs> of course, you know you, know, you think you think you're all the time. <laughs> yeah, you think, but you know, the, you know the, the you know I don't want to paint uh, uh, an improper picture, but it it wasn't like you know I was uh, it, it was all super easy and 
and everything went like that. But that was my introduction into the industry. And then um, uh, definitely have had my my definitely have gone through my paying of dues and my peaks and my valleys and right. um, you know what I mean. So yeah. it's 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 yeah. It, it, you know, it's not like that. It wasn't like that for me the whole time. You know, I mean, right. again, and I'm not a household name. I'm not a household name. You know what I mean? So you are uh, to us. You are on the soap. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, well, I mean, I'm not even honest. Well, I'm on Tainted Dreams right now, which is fantastic right. on Amazon Prime. But uh, right. you know, I'm not on uh, CBS, ABC, or NBC. Yeah, well, you know, everybody, I would say probably 99.9% of anybody that's in the acting business is in the same situation you are. Nobody works 100% of the time, and yeah, not everybody's yeah. a household name in in the big screen or whatever, but, you know, as long as you're you're making your way and you're able to pay your bills and you love what you're doing still 16 years later, that's all that matters. Oh, i got to tell you, I mean, I, I gave up. Uh, you know, to me, the, you know, the, the whole, that's another topic of the conversation I was having with a buddy of mine, you know, again, he's a filmmaker. And so, and we've known each other for 20 years and um, we just, we, you know, we're talking about the heyday of, of, uh, of the action star in the eighties and Arnold and Schwarzenegger and Van Damme and Seagal and, you know, Bruce Willis and, 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 how much things have changed and, mm-hmm. and it's like how much the industry itself has changed. And, and for me personally, how much has changed is, you know, when I first got into the business, I mean, who doesn't want to be a big star and who doesn't want to be, you know, loved for what you do. Um, right. And uh, a long time ago, I made a very, very serious conscious change that, you know, I just basically want to make a living doing what I love to do, and one of those things is act. So, I mean, if I if I work on a show and and I'm you know get to be you know acting and making a living, I, I'm happy. You know, I really am. I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't I don't need all that other stuff. I really don't. In fact, I don't think it's ever really brought much to good to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just icing on the cake sometimes when you, you know, can land a, a huge, you know, maybe lead or co-lead role on a, a big movie that's, you know, won awards and stuff like that. But as you said, as long as you're doing what you love to do, that's Yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you know, like t- Tainted Dreams, you know, I, I, I had, you know, with Sonia Bliangardo and everything and working with her in Asheville Turns and, and then doing Tainted Dreams. I mean, I, I think it's a fantastic concept. I think it's, you know, uh, very well very well delivered. You got some really solid performances. Uh, yeah. It's very Absolutely. very diverse, eclectic uh, cast. And and mm-hmm. I, I, I had a ball playing my character, Max. I think my character was fun to play. So, Definitely. Um, uh, you, know, you know, why I mean, don't you... Why don't you let our listeners know that have not watched Tainted Dreams yet what it's about? Well, it's about a soap behind a soap. Uh, and, you know, especially in the genre where there's only four soaps alive. So, um, and, uh, you know, all the, the drama. The, the idea, the thing is, is that, you know, I'm excited for Sonia because, 
the idea really has permeated, you know, have been kind of like fermenting, you know, in the soap circles for a long time. And she's the one that actually did it is to do a soap about a soap, but in a very realistic way, not in a way where you have people that don't come from soap doing soap. She actually comes from soap and Cho and, and, and all these actors. So we're not making fun of it. What we're doing is we're telling the story of it and, and the drama of what it's like behind the scenes. And all of the stories are all real stories taken from different people. You know what I mean? Like, so Sonia wrote what she knew based upon, you know, her time and working in the industry. And I mean, any actor that has worked for any length of time on soap opera has juicy, juicy stories. So, I mean, I really hope it continues and, and, and we can just tell more drama. Um, it's, a, it's a good premise. It's a really fun show. Uh, great characters. And, and, I mean, especially my character, I think, is the best on the show. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's what he would say. <laughs> and it's not campy, which is awesome. Right. That's, no, no, it's not campy. You know, we're not making fun of soaps. And I think that's one thing a lot of people do, like, one of my, one of the funniest films is is Soap Dish, right? I mean, it's you know, um, Whoopi Goldberg yeah, and yeah. you got Robert Downey Jr. I mean, it's really funny and it's really there's a lot of truth in it, but they're really making fun of it, and mm-hmm. uh, and 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 it's a great, it's funny film, it's a great film, but but that's not what the the mo of 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 what Sonya wanted to do. She didn't want to like when the actors were when the one thing I like like scenes with like Kelly and um, uh, Walt Walt Walt. Uh, they're you know really playing their character scenes in the soap real. They're not all of a sudden being campy and soapy to show a difference. It's they're like it's like they're really you know hey we're gonna really be these actors on this show while we're actors on this show, and I thought I I like that concept. I, I thought that was a smart concept. I absolutely love it. I mean, you really have to pay attention too because of it being a soap within a soap. I mean, you know, you're like yeah, okay, it's a, it's painted a uh, painted dreams or painted dreams. Now are we watching? Right, you know, you right. know. But it's it's really good. I mean, and I can see why it was nominated for an Emmy. And and I think that you know they should win hands down. And just like quite a few other you know series that are out there like this. But what I love about it is that this is not just a web series that you see on YouTube or something. It's on Amazon. I mean, come on. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, it is huge. It's good. You know, it's good. And, um, you know, hopefully people will, will get into it and watch it and spread the news. And and then we could, you know, continue to, to produce more for the future. I mean, that's that's the goal. Right. We're all hoping right. that here. Right. Well, Anthony, um, let's go ahead and get started with your questions first. You ready, hey, Austin? Austin? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Hey, Austin, I'm Anthony from Staten Island, New York. Um, first, I want to just say you're part of one of my favorite TV movies ever, Sing Me a Murder. Um, but anyway... Um, oh my God! <laughs> Harmony, <laughs> Harmony! Oh my God! That was one of the stuff. That was a hard 
job to do. I don't know why, but it was. But go on. <laughs> <laughs> You've been on um, three major soaps, and yeah. you know, you're now part of a web series. I was wondering if you could talk to our view, to our listeners a little bit about the similarities and differences on filming the same genre, but with a completely different outlook and a completely different way of filming. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, is I've worked on, you know, the three, you know, you got days as well turns and one life to live. And one thing I've, I, I think, you know, you got ABC, CBS and NBC. So I've worked all three networks and, um, you know, each show has its own personality. Uh, I, I, I would say the top of the list for me pers- personally was as well turns because I got to play a character that just really fit me. And, uh, you know, they wrote for me and, and there was a lot of humor and a lot of irony, a lot of fun with the show. I think a lot of shows, a lot of daytime shows, I think, to be honest, um, tend to take themselves a little too serious. And uh, when you work on some shows, you know, they're, they're, that seriousness kind of, in my opinion, kind of takes away from real drama. Um, uh, it's like, you know, you're trying to paint the picture too hard. Um, whereas, whereas working on, like, Tainted Dreams, you know, the sensibility of Sonia and writing it was coming from Azrael Turns, which allowed that, that, that humor, that ironic aspect of just what it's like to be a human being to be really alive. And um, so, you know, that's the difference for me is, you know, doing, doing like Tainted Dreams and compared to some other shows is, is, is just like the approach to the work. You know what I mean? The approach, you know. Um, right. and, and also a certain yeah. level of freedom given to the actors uh, and the writers to let yourself laugh, you know, to let yourself, to not take yourself so seriously. Seriously. I don't know if that answered your question, and maybe it did, maybe it didn't, I don't know. (laughs) It answered enough. Um, The other question I have for you, I have to say I absolutely love Max. Um, What was the hardest thing about stepping into Max? Was it the duality of being so Nothing. Okay. Nothing. Nothing. For me, it was, for me, it was just like as soon as, you know, the great thing is that Sonia said she wrote the character for me, um, which was such a, a wonderful compliment, um, is that I, I understand that type of character. It doesn't mean I am that type of character. It's just that I understand that, like, I wear that, um, that I wear that color well. You know what I mean? And I may not wear that color because, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't know, if you ever, if you ever, if you, you ever dress a certain way that you like and then you'll wear something, you know, someone will say, hey, try this on, that you would never, ever think looks good on you and then it looks really good on you, but you would wear that for that moment, but then you would go back to what you normally wear. And that's, that's kind of like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's like I feel more comfortable wearing this, right. but you know, to be honest, I look really good in this, and, and, like, Max is a kind of character that I think I wear really well and I understand really well, although isn't me. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony. 
Next up is David. Hey, Austin. Hey, David. What do you believe are Max's long-term goals? Um, well, I, I see Max as being a, a, a really lost soul. You know what I mean, I really do. I see him being someone who's very lost and trying to find his way. You know, he sees the world in a very clear and understandable, uh, very clear way, which is he's, uh, you know, he's a man with very, you know, he's a man in very kind of unique circumstances, which is relatively, which is, you know, he's, you know, working actor and, you know, it's easy for him to meet women and, you know, women like him and he likes women. And, and I think he's just doing what seems to come natural for him. But I think in essence, he's really looking for love. He truly is looking for love, but he just is, you know, not to be corny, but looking for it in all the wrong ways. Right. All the wrong places. All the wrong places. I think most well, of I, I, like that. I that's it, the I, human factor. I think, <laughs> right. I changed it. I changed it from places to ways because <laughs> looking for because because Alicia's character is the right place. Yes. It's well, just the true. way he's going about it is wrong. Right. Absolutely. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So of course she's attracted to Michael's character, and and of course I'm attracted to Terry's character. Which they, you know they're actually a, a, a greater fit, <laughs> but more on an exterior way. He wants. I think Max kind of wants something deeper, but he doesn't know how about. He doesn't know how to go about and get it. And everything else comes so easily as far as the love yeah. slash sex. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you know it's, it's pleasure. You know what I mean? It's like pleasure. Yeah. It's like you know I'm I'm having a good time and, and I really kind of don't want to. I don't want the party to stop. Oh my cake and eat it too. <laughs> <laughs> or in season three. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, thank you. So, my next question is, what did you learn about acting from your fellow castmates? Oh, good question. Um, from uh, it, from from like across the board, like uh, uh or on, from are you cast. talking about a? On a particular From show? Dreams, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, I, um, <laughs> you want, okay, do you want the politically correct answer or do you want the <laughs> honest answer? We want the real answer. Oh, no. Yeah. Real answer. <laughs> well, I mean... The well, I mean, one. the real answer, the, I mean, to be perfectly honest, is the real, the real answer is nothing. You know what I mean? I mean, and, and that, has, that has absolutely nothing to say. It's just like I kind of have been acting for a while. Right. So for me, playing the character of Max was like, it was kind of like yes and, because Max was in some sense a kind of, one, a kind of version, is a version of Brad. Of from as will turn, um, Brad is a little bit more um, childlike, where Max is a little bit more uh, a little bit closer to the dick side. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're right. Um, sort of Brad meets Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, hey, yeah, good call. That's good. Yeah, Good call. Definitely. Hey, I never thought about it. Kind of like Brad meets Rick. And, you know, I was really yeah. bummed that, you know, that uh, uh, 
I didn't get, I think, you know, Frank Valentini really wanted to explore um, uh, Rick more. And they, yeah, they, they planned on that, but, you know, things, the show went off the air and everything. And, <clears throat> and uh, uh, they, wanted, they wanted to expand it. And um, because, you know, bring in, because the way I saw Rick was, and if Rick was, what, Rick was just an opportunist. And he was just using the whole that end porn industry to, as a as a as a means to an end. You know what I mean? Because he transitioned from porn to music. You know what I mean? So hit for right. him, it was like it was it was all about business and and being being ambitious and and opportunistic. And I think that again, Rick was a lost soul. Brad was a lost soul, and so was. So is Max. So I play Lost Souls well. <laughs> <laughs> well, it works. That's all that matters. You have the underlying <laughs> charm to make them want right. to want make them want to be redeemed, to make them want to be more. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like he's a. I. I. I okay. I. You know, this is probably get me in trouble. You know, but fuck it. You know. Um, <laughs> uh, is it you know the hardest thing I ever had to do is play Austin Reed? I mean, to be honest, Austin Reed was the most difficult acting job I've ever had in my life. I mean, it was the most challenging, the most you know, most challenging, the most difficult. Uh, um, I, I look forward to going to work every single day, and it was always a challenge because they never wrote Austin towards me. I was never. I felt like I was. They always wrote Austin. It was like I just I don't get this guy. I mean, I just don't really, what makes this guy tick? You know, I mean, I don't really get it. You know, he's, it, and he, he was, he was a little too polished in certain ways and a little too well put together in certain ways and too goody-goody in a lot of ways. And I was like, I, was, I don't really get that. You know I mean? I'm way too flawed and I'm way too human. And, um, and, uh, uh, I, it, it was very difficult for me to play, um, you know, so that's why, like, character of Rick and, you know, these, these flawed characters, you know, are, you know, they, I, I, I relate to that because I am so flawed. Well, you, I mean, you're not only person or actor or actress that we've spoken with that has said that they'd rather play a bad boy or a bad girl character or something because it makes it more interesting and it's not always something of who they are. But some, you know, deep down inside, it could be part of what they are. And it's more yeah, that they understand yeah. it more. They, they yeah, really well, more. I mean, I mean, you know, yeah, not to get too deep, but you know, isn't it? it, it aren't our weaknesses is really what binds us together? Right. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it's like if if you really have relationships that are built upon strengths. In honest, those relationships tend to be much more shallow. Right. You know what I mean? It's our right. relation. It's a relation. It's 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 our weaknesses that truly bind us together. You know what I mean? True friendship and true understanding. And I think that when when people watch, you know what I mean? Um, uh, you know, characters that are struggling with, you know, the real struggle of the fight within us. You know, the good and evil makes it a lot more interesting. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you, David. Next up is Candace. 
Hey, Austin. Hi, Candace. Hey, I'm not going to watch Exorcist tonight. Don't worry, I'm good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my question, so my question is: You've been a part of the daytime community for years. What piece of advice was given to you back then that you still use now? Oh, another good question. Yeah, these are really good questions, you guys. Um, the kind of advice that I've been given back then that I use today um yeah. my gosh i mean advice um, or professional advice yeah well you know what to be honest is to be I, okay you know to be perfectly honest the only reason why I, I ended up being on days of our lives for as long as i was especially from the beginning was because i had a really amazing advocate in christy clark <laughs> because i was a hot mess when I started Days of Our Lives, I I came into, I was in my mid-20s, you know, I looked like I was in my teens, um, sounded like it too. Um, you know, green actor, you know, I'd been in class and stuff like that, but this was like, I landed a big role. It was in way over my head. And um, Chrissy Clark really kind of stood in the gap for me. And I didn't realize that until way later. And I was just, really, really like, like a bull in a China shop. And, um, and I would say the best advice that I got wasn't necessarily someone sitting me down and talking to me. It was just kind of like a collective understanding of, of being professional and, um, really is as much as the whole industry can feed your ego really fight really hard to kind of put your ego aside and use it when it's necessary. But when it comes to how you treat people, you know what I mean? Like, you know, especially the, the people that are make the show work, you know, mm-hmm. the, the crew and the, you know, and just how you are with people to be human, you know, and to be relatable and to be kind. Um, and I think, to be honest, I think that and to be professional, you know, no, show up, know your lines, hit your mark, you know what I mean, and be, be, mm-hmm. be malleable and, and to be directable and to be, to, to, you know, to be professional. And I think that that's ultimately the best advice that I could give anybody that I, I try to emulate um, now. Not, you know, I'm not perfect. You know. yeah. Well, well I mean, it's a way to keep your job, that's for sure, because if you're not yeah. any of those things, you're exactly. going to find the door real quick. <laughs> well, you know what? To be perfect, I'll tell you what. You'd be, you, I mean, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> you'd be surprised as the behavior of some people. I mean, that's, that's, that's the great thing about Tainted Dreams is that, you know, we're, we're about showing a lot of the real stuff that goes on behind the soap, you know, and, and each show has its own kind of personality. And you'd be You'd be blown away as the reality of things that go on behind some in, behind the, the scenes of these shows. Yeah. You know, <laughs> there is a it's a hell of a lot more interesting than what you see on camera. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> I can believe that. I can believe yeah. that. It's the truth. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's the truth. <laughs> see, and this actually goes great with the next question I'm going to ask it, you. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to know which – now, I want you to think about this, Austin, okay? Really think about it. Which okay. co-star, it doesn't matter if it was from Days, 
One life, yeah. as the world turns, for attain the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Which co-star is the one who would release you or anybody in the cast from jail after a wild party? That would release me? <laughs> well, it would or, have or to anybody, be... Or, <laughs> that that would that would okay. The, you, so your question is: Let me make sure you get this right. Which right. which person, which uh, person co-star would would right. get me out of jail after a crazy yeah. party? And well, that would Carrie. be my that that would be my wife, <laughs> Terry. <Karen. laughs> that that would be that would that would be my wife, uh, Terry. <laughs> Katie, Katie, that would be Katie, Katie Peretti from As Well Turns. That would be Terry, Terry. Terry Con Peck. Yeah. Yeah. With it hands down, so. Well, you know. we would. I think would, there, I, I know there'd be I know there'd be quite a I know there'd be quite a few that would leave me in there on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I ne- I wouldn't necessarily blame them. <laughs> Allison Sweeney. <laughs> yeah. She would probably she would probably throw in some trumped up charges. Mm. <laughs> well, when when we initially saw that question, David had said, "I bet Terry Ivins would would get you out of jail," and I said yes at the time. But now that you've answered it, I think that she may be one of the ones that would leave you in there. <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> Terry, are you Terry? Terry Ivins was so well, she was awesome to work with. She was is absolutely awesome to work with. She was fun. <laughs> we love her. We love yeah, her. Yeah, she's great. And and I mean, I have to say that this is a dream come true for for me as well as others to see all of our favorite actors from all of our favorite shows, both past and present, on Tainted Dreams. I mean. You know, we live with we live with our canceled, you know, soaps in our head. Like somebody yeah. had posted a um, an episode of One Life to Live on Catherine Hicklin's Facebook page the other day, and I was watching that, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm still not over that being canceled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I was a huge ABC girl, and yeah. so for for Sonia to do this, I mean, I I'm forever grateful to her. Yeah. Yeah. Sonia is just literally, she is one of the most, she is one of the most consistently wonderful people. You know I mean? She really is. She's, she's the real deal. She's talented. She's smart. And she's just uh, sweet and loving. So I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Sonia. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it shows are. in the amount. It shows in the in the people that wanted to to work on Tainted Dreams as well. The, you know, yeah. the best different backgrounds that they were coming from that came together yeah. on the show. It wasn't all NBC people, or it wasn't all people right. that she'd work with in the right past. Out. Her reputation yeah. spoke for itself, and, and of course yeah. the writing. I mean, the show is really good. Yeah, I th- I think so. I t- I tell you what, you know, as far as going to bat for Sonia, Sonia is. Sonia is not one of those people that really kind of she she she's not confrontational, which is you know it's you know that can that could be a weakness, but I don't think it is for her. And I I really went to bat for her, but I I got my panties in an uproar when uh, I was like, what's taking so long? Because you know on uh, everybody that works on on soaps, we're used to a certain um, 
like a certain pace, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. let's get it together. Let's, let's, you know, we can make this happen and we can make this work and we can do this in a good, in good time. And I was like, what is taking so long? And I really kind of, I don't know, I acted like a total jerk, but I went up to the, it was the lighting. It was the lighting. And I was like, went up to the guys and I was just like, got in their faces. I was like, what the, you know, like, there were a bunch of college students, like, you know, they were complaining about the, uh, they were complaining about this, you know, you know, this and that and this and that. And I just went in there and set them straight. You know, I was like, you know, I don't know who you guys think you are, but get your shit together. You know, we're all ready, man. We're all ready. Why is it taking you so long? And then, of course, that was probably the most, again, me just taking my big size, you know, 12 shoe and stuffing it straight down my mouth. You know what I mean? My throat. (laughs) But that was like, you know, it was like, you know, I was like looking at Sonia. I'm like, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, she was like, he was frustrated. I'm like, why is it taking so long? She's like, oh, I don't want to tell you. I said, is it this? Is it that? She's like, yeah, okay, hold on a second. I'm going to go do something about it. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, just in real arrogant form, you know what I mean? Real, real, like, real stupid, arrogant form. You know, it's one of those things like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. But they were messing with, but they were messing with Sonia. And that's what pissed right. me off. Don't mess with Sonia. I will kick your butt. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so good! I I wish that we could all just come down there and spend a week and watch you guys just tape and see everything that goes on. I mean, <laughs> that would be another dream come true. I mean, not even a week, even if it was just a day, I'm sure we would learn so much more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, thank you, Candace, for those wonderful questions. And the last but not the very least, we have Carolyn. (laughs) Hi, Justin. It's Carolyn from St. Pete, Florida. How are you doing? Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. (laughs) Um, This is all new to me, so just bear with me. But um, I I went on YouTube and I saw some of your scenes with Days, and then I went to Mm -hmm. Painted Dreams, and I said, "Oh my goodness, (laughs) your part is so different. You're so well, you're so real on Painted Dreams. It's it's great. It's great. Really enjoying it." Well, thank you. Thank you very much. And I did some research, and um, you can we talk about your. um, Children's book? Um, a children's book. It's called The Adventures of the Dude and Mr. Bobuji. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's and basically it's, it's about... Your, it's about your sons? It's, yeah, it's my sons. Um, it's my sons that go on these um, magical adventures when they open up. They open up a... Um, they have like this chest of... This, like uh, of toys and they'll pull out a toy and they look at the toy and the toy and the toy becomes, you know, becomes the theme of the adventure that they go on. So then it becomes oh. like, like one is like, you know, the search for the magical banana, you know what I mean? And they, they become like kind of like these Indiana Jones character and they're going through the forest and they're trying to look for the magical bananas that gives them like, this really incredible power and um and and then they eat the banana and, and they they end up you know wrestling with this enormous gorilla and so i mean it's just like you know it's um it's it's just kind of it's 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 really it started from bedtime so i would lie in bed and i would 
I literally would just lie there and, you know, they would lie on either side of me and I would just start telling a story that made no sense. (laughs) And then (laughs) it just made no sense. And, um, and then I was like, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah. The, um, um, the adventures of the search for the magical bananas. Yeah. (laughs) But they, they would get so into it, you know, they would get really, really, really into it. Um, and then, and then like, Oh, continue the story, dad, you know? And I was like, man, I should do something with this. So. And uh, you're also um, an illustrator. You did the illustrations for the book. Yeah, the illustrations. Yeah, so it's it's to be honest, it's it's a long time in the running, but it's still in the works. Okay, okay. So you're uh, it said that you're a poet and you do an illustrations and writing a book. That's 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 quite different. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not a poet. I do like. I have written some poetry. But to actually call me a poet would be probably a, disre- a disrespect to all poets out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know. Uh, um, well, you're young. You're young. You've got time. You've got time. I, I, yeah. Hey, Pam, not as, I young, as, not as young as you think. Yeah. Yeah. Pam, can well, I jump in with another one? Shoot. Yes. There's um, a petition online right now uh, with Christy Clark coming back to Days, uh, Bring mm-hmm. Austin back. Um, oh, how does okay. that make you feel when the fans still have such a, a passion and want to see you back on their soap as as a past character? Uh, I mean, it's great. Are you kidding me? You know, hey, look, I just look at it like this. Work is work. You know, I mean, if Days were to call me and would would want me back, I would, you know, I would I would be there in a heartbeat. So um, any time, I think, you know, I look at it like this. I could draw, I can paint, I can write, I can sing, I can play an instrument. I could do all of that without ever needing an audience. But you know what they do with people who act by themselves? They call, they put them in institution rubber rooms. (laughs) Yes. So it's the only art form that must be done with an audience. So um, anytime I get to act is a blessing to me. Good answer. Yeah, we we would love to see you back full time or at least part time. Yeah, you why know, not? I mean, the characters are missed. And, yeah. you know, but then there's there's a lot of characters that are in this, but some that have been yeah. around for so long, like you guys were, you know, yeah. it really, it, it makes it so great when you guys make appearances at least once in a while. Yeah, 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 definitely. And Ron does a really good job of bringing back legacy characters. Yeah. Yeah, well, hey, Ron wrote, he, he wrote Rick, so, you know, there you go. Right. He already knows who you are. That's right. Yep. <laughs> So, well, that's all of our questions for tonight. Uh, if you want to give a shout-out to the fans before we let you go. Sure. Uh, um, well, first of all, I wanted to say thank you guys for just spending your time with me and coming up with such great questions. And I just want to say for all you 
fans out there of daytime drama, tune in to Tainted Dreams on Amazon Prime. And, um, you know, and if you want to, the great thing about YouTube and today is that you can watch all the old stuff that still exists, you know. Um, you know, all those hits really mean a lot. And uh, thank you for being so supportive and caring and loving and um, just hanging in there with us. Yes, and as we've said before, and we'll say again, you know, once we're a fan of you guys from the soaps, we follow you no matter where you go. So, Austin, wherever you end up, we're right behind you. You got it. I'll let you know. Definitely, and we'd welcome you back anytime. You take care. Enjoy the rest of your evening, and thank you again for being with us. You yeah, thank you for coming on, buddy. All right. Take care. Great intro. Bye bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, kids. That was fun. Yeah, he was a great guest. He was a great guest. Yeah. So, Anthony, this was your first time with us having a guest on the show. Did you love it? Absolutely. Um, I've I've done this in in various forms in my in my past, and this is one of the most Raw, fun interviews I've, I've sat in on, without a doubt. Ah, thank you. Thank you. We like to keep it real, but we also like to be professional. And so that's why we get to have a lot of fun with our guests on the show, because I think they feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. It's do. interviews like this that, that will make it more comfortable for some of the other names to come on. Exactly. For sure. Exactly. Exactly. So, well, I'm definitely looking forward to everything that Austin does, and um, hopefully, and I, I do, I'm going to predict this. I'm going to predict there's going to be a season three of Tainted Dreams. What do you oh, guys yeah. think? Oh, yeah. I'm halfway, through the, I'm halfway through the second season right now. I love season one. I absolutely mm-hmm. love the dynamic of how, like they said, like we said before, you you almost question which which dynamic is it? Is it the show or is it the show in the show? Right, um, right. You know, it's yeah. so seamlessly done. Um, it, it, yeah, I absolutely think there's going to be a third season. Yes, you listening to this, Amazon? Hello, <laughs> hello. <laughs> like Miss well, we'll says, all, hello. We'll all, just, we'll, we'll all just tweet it out. We'll all get on there and tweet it out. Get to Amazon. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and also too, what helps. If I don't know if you've done it. I know I have when season one came on. Um, go on to Amazon and be sure to leave a glowing review. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, and, you know, and ask yeah. them for more. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a big part of it that people don't realize a lot of times is, you know, if the people don't want it, they're not going to do it. So we got to let them know we want it. Yeah, exactly. the engagement with the fans—they have to—they have to get out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Definitely. you know, it's one thing to get on one of the blogs or one of the Facebook pages, and I'm not right. saying don't do it, but right, if you really are passionate about something that you're seeing in in terms of any of the web shows. Um, a lot less on the network shows, but definitely any of the web shows. If you're passionate about what you're seeing, then get on there and and make the comments. Get up there and post over and over again per each episode put your comment on 
you know, and then hashtag it out and get yeah. everyone that, yeah, even if it's a two-word comment, great show. For each, yeah. for each episode, the more comments that are on there, the more likely they are to, to approve a budget for another season. Right. Yeah. I think there are – You know, Crystal Chappelle had – Crystal Chappelle had worked really hard to put out her show, but unfortunately there really wasn't enough fan interest, even though the dynamics of it, the acting of it, the writing of it was incredible, but it just didn't yeah. have the fan support that it needed to, to garner another, another season's worth of budget. Which show? Um, Crystal Chappelle, when what? she did, uh, um, oh God, it's, it's right at the tip of my tongue. Was it, um, was it The Grove? The Grove. The Grove. So, oh yeah. my oh, God! Grove. I, I yeah. the Grove was, was really so well heartbroken done. to see that was there was solid. not going to be any more. It was a solid show with a solid, and when I say a solid cast, I mean come yes. on. I mean, take a look at who was in it. If you haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. I'm gonna put it out there. It's on YouTube, and I mean, it's just. And I always say this about you know actors who who. Or you know, come from daytime into the world of web shows and vice or are still currently in daytime. We're so used to seeing these actors play this character, a certain character for like twenty I'm gonna say between seven and twenty years. Okay. That's a good a good time frame, right? Yeah. To see them like on shows like Tainted Dreams, I mean ser- I'm okay, I'm gonna fangirl right now. Allow me to do this. Yes. When you see like Austin Okay, he really does play a douchebag. I'm not gonna lie. And it's so different, like he said. He's very convincing. Very convincing. Very convincing. Right. Because many of us grew up like I, you know, I watched Days of Our Lives in the '90s. I remember when he was Brad Snyder and he died on Asteroid Turns. And of course, when we're like to see him playing this character on Painted Dreams, it's like holy crap! Like really. Mm-hmm. The late great right, Lockin Malloy. Yeah, night and yeah. day. Night and day. Like the like the late great Lockin Malloy. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. here's the thing. He, for a lot of people, a lot of people will probably remember him on Edge of Night. Some people mm-hmm. remember All My Children and Gone Light right. and his voiceover work. His <laughs> character in Tainted Dreams is by far. I mean, I love Austin's character. He's my favorite character because he's a completely different person. Like, you would never expect this person to play this kind of role. That's yeah. the great thing about these shows. Like, seriously, and Grant Alexander and Natalia Livingston, don't get me started about this oh, show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Natalia is awesome. Yeah, is. But then again, so is seriously? Walt. Walt is doing an is amazing oh, dynamic. That's my crush. And it's not camping. It really, it, it really no. is. At a very yeah. professional, very solid tone. It's not campy in in any way, I, shape, or right. form. You yeah. actually you feel the emotions that they're emitting. You know, like when when Alicia or Alicia, I'm sorry, she always says her name different. <laughs> Alicia's character, you know, with the pregnancy thing. You know, your heart just breaks mm-hmm. for her, and and you know, so you feel everything that they're feeling, and then. You know, you're not sitting there laughing like, "Oh, please, that would never happen," because you know it would, it could happen, and it does happen. You know, so uh, yeah, phenomenal, phenomenal job. I mean, really Sonia is, is just uh, she's got a mind of a genius yeah, when it comes to this. I mean, tell your Absolutely. friends about this show. Like, seriously, Painted Dreams is the is is the best show. It really yeah. is that I'm looking at. 
for those who follow me, you guys know that you mm-hmm. know. I be I fangirl about Tainted Dreams like any any given Sunday. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, kids, we're we're at the uh one hour mark, so I'm gonna let you go so you guys can go ahead and uh recap the soaps from the last couple of weeks. So uh I had a lot of fun, and um, I look forward to being back on again with another guest, hopefully in the near future, because I have some things in the works. So that's all I'm going to say. How's that? Sounds great. Sounds, <laughs> Sounds great. great. Thank you, Pam, Thank you. and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. And, and somebody, Carolyn, come come shovel me out and take me with you. That's all I ask. Thank you. <laughs> I'll send a limo. I'll send a limo. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I ask. That's my only dream and wish right now. So, all right. Have fun, guys. I'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks, Pam. All right. Bye bye. Night. Bye. So, why don't we be why don't we be gracious and wonderful to Carolyn and jump right into Dave? Oh, oh Carolyn, isn't isn't he gracious? Carolyn? Oh yeah, she's being he's being he's being so nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's very I have, I, you, have a, I have a couch for I have a couch for you, a very comfortable couch for you, Anthony. Anytime oh, honey, you, you me and the dog are on our way down. We're booking our okay. affair tomorrow morning. There you go. Well I have three dogs, so it'll be a full house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um we have Jeez, a lot of days okay. to cover. Um, yes. <laughs> Who's been watching? Okay. I have. I've been, I've been watching. Okay. Candace, All have right. you been watching? I've been watching. Okay. I'm, uh, okay. I'm going to put out one character, and then we'll take it from there. Are you ready? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Stefan Cass. I almost said Cassidine. Look at that. Stefan Demira. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Hot sex on a stick. I'm sorry. Did I say that loud? I'm sorry. <laughs> Girl, I'm right behind you. I'm ready to oil him up and butter him down. I like this character. He's a mix of sexy. He has a mystique about him. He's conniving. I love it. I love his. I love his dynamic with everybody that he has seen with. And I like. I like I, how they I integrated really, him in it. I really like him, but I've been I've been looking around on a few. I don't know a lot of the fans they don't like him. Oh, <laughs> not oh that's not no a bad way. thing, Carolyn. That's not a bad <laughs> thing. No, no, see, when, the crossover for him is going to be when they put him in a vulnerable place. When they mm-hmm. let when they let Tyler Christopher play vulnerability, that's going to bring everybody over to the other side. Which so right now they're that setting, he's being he's being too. Um, Authoritarian? What? What don't? What don't you like about him? What he's doing me right now? There's nothing that I don't yeah. like about him. You know, no, I I'm think saying every... with, the, with the part. Yeah, the part. The, uh, his part right now. Nothing. Seeing... I think every show oh. needs. Every show needs a foil. Every show needs somebody that that you hate. You know, I, just to jump over to GH for a second. You know, the character of Ava. She was literally hated for for two years straight. You know, and mm-hmm. he needed that because there was there was no other foil, there was no other dynamic, and he's gonna play this for a while. But Tyler Christopher, when they give him something vulnerable to play, it'll completely reverse the script, and everybody. Yeah. Well, the fans, you know, the fans aren't. He's the new Egypt. 
Yeah, the fans aren't going to like if he's going to be uh, there tearing uh, oh, Abby and, and, and Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they're they're really hardcore with that, so they're not going to like him at all. But I think yeah, but think about it. I some, mean, the fans yeah. didn't like EJ for the first two years either. Um, okay. you know, and and yeah. by the time he by the time he was quote unquote killed off, he was beloved. Yeah, yeah. I agree well, with that. He's, Well, I hope uh, <laughs> I hope he gets vulnerable. <laughs> want, I, I think they're going to I think they're going to play him as is for for a while and really build, you know, the Stefano mantle because obviously Joe Mascala can't come back and they're not going to recap um, Stefano. Yeah. So they they no, you know, they're gonna, yeah. they tried it with Andre and Andre I as much as I love uh, Thio, he you know, he just didn't have I don't know what the right word is. The mystique to to, to take on, you know, the the Stefano mantle, where I think Tyler Christopher yeah. is doing a great job. Right. <laughs> well, did you see I'm when gonna... uh, Vivian Vivian smacked him across the face this week? Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Oh God. So now I'd like to kept, throw out he kept his cool. He, he kept his cool. Do you see the? Do you see the? Any part of EJ in Tyler? Do you see that quotient coming up? Not yet. I think that for I me, think no, that, no, no, not yet for me either. I think they're building him um, in the Stefano mantle, but you know, it's it's Tyler Christopher. He's you know he's still in his mid thirties. So they're not going to completely obliterate the fact that he can play. I think if they really, if they lock him in with Abby or with Gabby or with someone, and they and they play the vulnerability side a good five to six months down the road from now, um, then they then we will see AJ and him. But right now they're really they're playing him as the foil with you know with Vincent Arizari being gone. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, Victor is just too old. Uh, as much yeah. as I, you know, love that character, right. there's no more fire underneath that. Brady will never take that mantle. As much as they want to place Sonny in that role, Sonny can't take that mantle. No, Chad no, can't. No. There's no one else who can take that mantle. So, you know, they really got a good actor in that role. Thank God. And and that's what they. That's the that's the fire they're going to build for now. And then they're going to throw I, a love affair at us that completely that completely swings us to the other side. Well, so, sounds, sounds good. I. <laughs> I agree with Something that. Something that's going to endear him. All right, so what do you guys think about Eve right now? Oh, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't get, I can't get into this Eve, and with, and now um, Brady's getting, he's getting all soft. He said, "Oh, you've got a heart. There's a heart there." I don't know. I can't, I can't get into those two for some reason or another. I like. <laughs> All I can say is when is when is my Teresa coming home? When is she? Yeah, 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 wait till Teresa. Yeah, yeah, wait till Teresa comes back. The end of March. <laughs> Teresa's, yeah. Teresa's coming, but I don't know how far yeah. in advance we are. Soon, soon, yeah, yeah. soon. I mean, the that's all I kept thinking about is when they put Eve. I mean, Eve has always been kind of like a little shady too, and she she, she makes bad decisions that turns out to be okay in her mind. I, I guess that's the way I look at it. Brady, Brady's been hurt. Like he's completely torn down, you know. And 
you know, he right now he's tapped. He's gone so far that he has to tap into the dark side to find some comfort, if that makes any sense. And it makes sense. I just yeah, and he's, so, all, he's, he's always the other woman. She's always the one, you know. She she always gets into trouble. Right. <laughs> she's the one that so, they use. They use an they use an abuser, but she she's the the worst abuser. She just yeah, oh goes right right in there. I mean, uh, Teresa's her sister, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But then, you know, yeah, but she doesn't know. Like, the why truth. would you even? Yeah. Why would you even go there? <laughs> I mean, with Brady, he's completely, I mean, right now he has nothing to lose, quote, unquote. He has nothing to lose. So when they, you know, when Teresa, and I hope, I hope this plays out, I want Dom, I want Brady and Eve to be so in love, quote, unquote, and whatnot, and then Teresa comes in, and then Brady's going to have to face himself. It's like, okay, here's the woman that's responsible for putting me down this dark path, and because Brady doesn't know that Teresa did all of this. You know, we the viewers know, Victor knows. I'm surprised Victor hasn't said anything. Yeah, he me knows. too. Victor, good job. But when he finds out and when Eve finds oh, that's the story right there. It's like, okay, Eve, what are you going to do? Teresa, what are you going to do? Brady, what, who are you? What, which path are you going to take? See, what I hope Ron doesn't lose in that storyline when it does come up is that it really isn't Eve who put him down this path. It's Nicole who put him down this path. True. Yes. Mm-hmm. Eve, Eve is the Eve is the is the you know the car that he got into once he was on the road hitchhiking already. Nicole Nicole left him on the side of the on the side of the dark road. You don't and think Teresa though? No, oh. I don't think it was Teresa. I think that that because of Nicole and because of the dynamic that went on with the baby and Chloe and all of that, he didn't have the chance to go on the dark road. It wasn't until, it wasn't until Nicole completely betrayed him after all was said and done that really left him staggering in the darkness. Mm. And yeah, they learned with the Eve Brady thing before Eve left the last time. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So there is some genuine undercurrent there. But isn't it, isn't it almost there. to protect Brady? Isn't it? All, it almost comes across that to protect Brady, poor Brady. He's just he's weak and <laughs> he can't take care of himself or make us the right decisions. Does anyone agree with that? Yeah, psychology. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, and they're writing that so hard in how how hard they're writing Sonny against Brady. Yeah. Which yeah, just, yeah. that's the one thing about Dave's right now that doesn't make sense, that isn't no. flowing well. Everything no. else, even, you know, as much as I hate the storyline, the Lonnie, JJ, Eli, Gabby, quadruple angle thing, it makes <laughs> sense. We may not like it at the moment, but it makes sense. The only thing that doesn't make sense is the pitting of Sonny against Brady. Brady's oh, uh, Sonny's always been a champion for the underdog. So what, you know, yeah. it, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. And it's hard. It's it's actually hard to watch. I'd rather watch Anna and the and, and the blasted. And uh, the urn. Yeah, and the urn, yeah, the thank urn. you. And the urn. <laughs> I would like them to bring Austin back and lose his cool with Anna. <laughs> I would have, you know, unfortunately it's the murder weapon now, but I would have loved someone to have taken it, you know, to the closest dock <laughs> and thrown it off a pier. 
<laughs> he's dead. He's been dead for ten years. Bye. Flash. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh God! So, poor Gabby. Oh. <laughs> mm. And the scenes are so bad because the hair on Gabby's hair is curly, and then they keep looking at this video, and the hair on the one walking in the room is straight. I mean, it's, <laughs> has anyone noticed that? That was beautiful. <laughs> like, you get you leave office mad with curly hair, come back with this kills with straight hair. Straight. No, use that hair straightener. You're in the car. I'm like, I, I noticed that the first time. I was like, wait a minute, let me relook at that. I'm like, yeah. But guys, every time it we're is, contemplating murder, we reapply the lip gloss, we put on the gloves, we straighten right. our hair. Get the nice, get yeah. the nice outfit, too. Get, get the nice heels, you know, because you need to, you know, make sure you have a print of your heels in the carpet. And it just got to look beautiful, you know. Oh, and when they I, first I, watched it, when they first watched a video, and there was the what is it, an hour or whatever was missing, and then all of a sudden they bring it back, and now here uh, they see Gabby. I mean, don't they know that it's all been you know doctored and fiddled with? It's it's <laughs> that storyline is is odd. Yeah, and it really bothers me that not one person has said, "Well, what about Kate?" Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. What about Kate? More like Kate. Yeah. Yeah. What about Kate? More like Kate. Yeah. The profile fits Kate just as much, if not more, than it fits Gabby. That's right. The legs are different. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, And that could be Kate's hair. Yes. Yes. That's what I mean. Or straighter. Yeah. It's straighter. Or it could be somebody but else. But I think, yeah, but I think it's Vivian. I think it's Vivian with a nice straight wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though mm-hmm. Stefan says that he they he turned the cameras off the times that they were there. Yes. Yeah, but it was the same. Mm-hmm. And, when, and how did when and how did Gabby's and how did Gabby's um, card to get in the room? How did did she? I know um, Abby dropped hers. He had he uh, he had hers, but I didn't see Gabby losing hers or anybody taking it. Right. And then putting so someone had, when when did they do that? Because they 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 checked that and it was her card that was used. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Okay, and last but not least, how dumb is this whole John poisoning Steve thing? Oh, and what's that about? Uh, Why? Does anybody know? The the ISA the ISA um is pressuring John to get rid of Steve because the ISA wants Steve out permanently. Yeah, but why? Have they said? I don't know. I he's a bad risk. Or, I have a feeling it's going to turn out it's not it's not the ISA ISA at all. It's a resurgence of um, what's her name's uncle and and um, uh, Tripp's mother, Ava's Ava's family, and they're they're uh, using John and the ISA connection, and it isn't them at all. I I still think he's being like his chip in his head has been activated and he's doing certain things and that's all I got. I'm bringing back that storyline, folks. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> Y'all remember when so, John was yeah. so brainwashed? Who has the chip? Who has John. the chip? John. Oh, John okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Is it really John? Is it? Is it somebody else? Is it John? Do you no. think it's John? I think it's, it's, I think no, it's, it's, it's that guy. And there, yeah, there was this uh, guy that approached him today. That says okay. you have yeah. that they want to get rid of, of Steve. Steve. Yeah, right. and some. So I'm thinking John's under the gun. He really doesn't want to. But he's doing it because I think he fears for his family. Yeah, well, they, they basically said they can get to Marlena and Will at any point. They can get to Belle across the world. So he yep. basically has no choice. But we don't know that it's really the ISA. For all we know, it could be you know Uncle Carmine and the whole right. Ava connection once again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But wouldn't you think that, that John that would know who, the, who this guy is? Or, or they're so seeped in there that I they can you know. they can manipulate it. Oh please, he didn't even know who his own father was during that whole story. No, line. okay. Oh, and oh, honestly, oh, I mean, none of us really knew that who that really was. To be honest, days I feel you on that because I was like, wait, that's his dad. Like, what? Okay. That's and then right. the the Shane clone lookalike when he popped up, no one knew who the hell he was, and he's been on the show three three other times in, in history. So, <laughs> oh yeah, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, thank you. Um, yeah, well, I so, know. Does everybody think that? Does everyone think that um, the baby is really uh, Eli's? Well, I don't know. They're doing such a, you know, they're they're really doing such a hard on this timing that I guess it, I guess it has to be. I mean, unless Lonnie, you know, slotted around even that we don't even know, and they're gonna pop up. Oh, she, you know, she did the diddly with uh, with Chad that night too. <laughs> The thing is, JJ, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm not gonna buy into it. I just see, I guess, because of you know, just like everybody else, watch soap so long, you kind of like, all right, here's the twist that, you know, they're gonna somehow, some way, JJ is gonna find out about, you know, Lonnie and uh, and he's gonna break up and everything, and then come to find out the baby really is his. Like, after everything is said and done, and you know. I just see Dumb doing going down that route. Yeah, and JJ, I mean, he's not he's not um, squeaky clean. I mean, he's he's got a past. You know, why wouldn't he why wouldn't he forgive her? I mean, he slept right. with Eve. You know. Oh, good old days. So, yeah, he slept with Lonnie when he was with Gabby. So you know. Yeah. 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 JJ's got it going on. I mean, the next person he needs yeah. to sleep with is Sonny. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> on a special episode of Days of Life. Oh my God! Family I think I would explode. Y'all would see it in the newspapers. Boy in Staten Island implodes after watching beautiful scene on Days of Our Lives. I would go on Periscope and live Periscope it real fast. I'd be like, y'all, this is happening right now. Breaking soap news. This is happening. Breaking oh my God! <laughs> I'm like, Jay, it's funny. Wait, is that Paul and Will? What? What's going on? <laughs> and what do we like about the Sierra trip and Claire uh, triangle? Are we liking Sierra a little bit more, or no? Oh, you mean no? Oh, mm. you mean you mean Danny, Danny, Christy, and Jack? Yeah, you mean three's company? 
uh, on Dating yeah. Lodge, Three's Company. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that's what yeah, I'm I looking at. That. I'm seeing, I'm like, Trip is Jack, Christy, Christy and uh, Janet. And I'm like, oh, sorry, where's, where's, Mr., where's Mr. Furley? Like, where is he? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that they're revi- reviving the face of um, of uh, right as Carrie's Bella coming Magazine. back. Uh, Bella Magazine. Yeah. Magazine, thank you. Right as oh, Carrie's okay, coming yeah. back. Um, yeah, yeah. If they, if Claire does get it, I think I'm gonna hurl right all over the TV screen, and I'll have to get somebody <laughs> here to clean it. Um, oh, I think Sierra's gonna snatch it right out from under her. That's yeah. you know, the writing's on the wall for that. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much see and it I coming. Wish, I wish, I wish someone would give Claire a, a cheeseburger, please. Oh my God, that girl is just, just nothing to her. Oh, I just can't stand watching. <laughs> I remember those days well. <laughs> I don't even know how she can stand up. She's so thin. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, anyway. She reminds me of that actress from Mamma Mia, the daughter. Oh. Oh, um, what is her name? Oh. Oh, my gosh. You know who I'm talking about, right? I know who you're talking about. Oh my gosh! What's her name? What um? Wait, Amanda, Amanda, wait. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Mhm. I had to go. I had to like close my eyes and like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, it's coming to me. Hold on. <laughs> well, when all these secrets come out, there's going to be uh, what is it? Uh, Rafe and Hope. Oh, JJ oh, and Lonnie. I mean, there's all these secrets. Oh. It's all going to happen in one week. We just won't, we won't know what Eric. to do with ourselves. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, Eric and Jennifer. Oh, uh-huh. but, no, I'm, I'm not liking that storyline either. I don't know. I like Jennifer and that doctor boy. As much as I like her with Eric, I sort of like the dynamic with her and that doctor boy. Really? Yeah. It's so, it's somebody fresh for Jennifer, and I noticed Jennifer's whole persona. She's she's all dolled up. She's not looking like no offense, a grandma. Like she's looking fresh. She's like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm now here. Now we need to I'm get all... his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I like seeing him like kind of like squirm a little bit and whatnot. Because anytime I see Greg going on TV, that's a good day. But <laughs> I mean, I do like. I mean, I do like. It took me a while to get on the whole generic. I think that's their switch name. And. I I see it, but also at the same time, I like the fact that they're allowing Jennifer to kind of grow. I don't know if that makes any sense, but it felt like yeah. she was just in this. Yeah, run, she like, needs a break. She needs a break. Yeah. I, I agree. She needs a break. Yeah, she was playing grandma for way too long. It's it's nice to yeah. see her right. back in cute little dresses and and being flirtatious and being you know kitschy. Uh, hair down. Nice yeah, we need some, yeah, we need some some sex scenes in bed with her. Just you know. Get her <laughs> Lucas and, 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 and the doctor. There you go. And where is Lucas? We need more Lucas. No, more Lucas. <laughs> Carolyn, where's Lucas? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm, waiting for, I'm, I'm waiting for Eric to come to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's coming to Tampa in June. Great bond. That's right. They have an event. Yeah. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. So I'll let you I'll let you, you guys know if he's really as hot yeah, in he's... person as he is on the Oh, he is. He is. <laughs> he is. 
Oh, yeah. And he's a lot of fun. Well, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Should we move on to YNR? B&B? Oh, B&B. Yeah, um, do your favorite show. We can do oh. B&B in about two seconds. Bridge and Brooke Evans. Everybody was uh, there. Yeah. Everybody talked about it. Liam didn't show no. up. Bill is off the canvas for the week. Um, no. And no, Sheila didn't interrupt up. the wedding. Nope. That's who, I was, who was missing. Sheila, what a gun. Sheila's got a gun. Like that. Taylor wasn't there. Taylor wasn't there. Nicole and, Zend- Nicole and Zendy wasn't there. <laughs> right. Was, was RJ there? RJ wasn't there. Oh, I don't even see you. Oh, so he made number Bridget five. Called Bridget called in. Bridget called in. Wow. That was so yeah. sweet. Bridget called that in. That was so nice. That was so nice. Mm. Couldn't even Skype. I think they left Donna on the second floor. <laughs> what did we see Will? Did it? Will, Will. No, you I know, didn't know. Uh, Katie's baby. Yeah, was, I was, remember. Was Liz was was Lizzie there? You know, Elizabeth Forster? She's on the second no. floor with Donna. Gotcha, see? <laughs> <laughs> and Pam made lemon bars. <laughs> lemon bars. <laughs> and those lemon bars. And Charlie was doing security. Like, please, this is a pro- private event. <laughs> when Charlie talked about being Mr. Omaha in 1981, I just <laughs> fell off the couch. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what's really happening? Like, oh, guys. Oh man! But did you did you hear the special guest that's going to be there tomorrow? No, I thought that was going to be Sheila. No. Okay, name a character. Yeah. This is this is I like doing this. Name a character that every Bone Beautiful fan has missed. Not Taylor. Macy. Not Macy. Oh, she did. Well, she oh. really did. Who is? Is anybody well? This character might be. Macy is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, going to be at the know. wedding. This person. Yeah, so to speak. Yes. Carolyn. Stephanie. Well, Stephanie's hanging over the mantle. Bingo. So they they released a little statement, Bona Beautiful, that tomorrow Susan Flannery's voice will make an appearance on the show tomorrow. That counts. It counts. It counts. That would be no, no. The voice of the original queen, even though Brooke's my queen too, but the original Stephanie will be speaking on the Bone the Beautiful tomorrow. I'm okay with it. I just think she should talk to some other people. Yeah. Who's she going to talk to? Who's she going to talk to, Brooke? Mm Mm-hmm. She needs to knock that portrait right off the wall on the top of Queen's head and say, Eric, what the hell is you doing? I was, I, you know, half of Wouldn't me, when fun? I heard it, I always still, I understand, I respect Susan Flannery's decision to not come, you know, but I really wish there was an episode where Stephanie would come back from the dead and, and like you said, talk to Eric and Quinn and talk to Brooke and Ridge and Thorne and, also and just read to, everybody. Yeah. Right, and st- especially her own grandchild. Like, like, look, Stuffy, we need to talk. You know, 
I just feel as though they, and I get it, you know, you want to respect the actress's wishes, but, man. Right. They could use flashback clips. <laughs> they could sync it. They could sync it, and it probably, it would probably work. I'm just thinking that, you know, how many times would it be where Brooke would think something stupid, and then you hear Stephanie saying, you are the slut of the world. I'm going to imagine that right now. <laughs> yes. Carolyn, see, this is going to get you watching. <laughs> I'm going to try. Okay. And I just have to say this. Just when they yeah. really got me completely in and okay with Wyatt and Katie, now they got to throw in this whole thorn thing, man. I, I knew they were going to do that. I, I, I knew. I knew they were going to do it, but I was kind of hoping that they wouldn't, and they let the they dynamic play out. I'd love to see the scene where Bill is like, "You're judging me. You're judging me. You're sleeping with your fat mama." You. Hello, you know, like he, you know, I really was waiting for that big reveal to kind of come out, and now instead he's going to catch Katie and, and Thorn kissing, and that's going to be that. Well, think about mm. it. I mean, they don't have. I mean, Bone and Beautiful, let's be honest, is all about triangles, okay? So for so long, yep. it was Brooke, Ridge, and third, third party. And now that they married Brooke and, and Ridge, give it a couple of months, you know, for right. the 11th time, you don't have anything. You had Quinn and Eric, they're married and born. Thanks, Bone and Beautiful, for doing that. Made Quinn born, thanks. Um, yeah, really. You, I mean, you only have, I mean, you got Steffi. Liam, Hope, insert Sally. Don't I don't know why. So I, I mean the other, I like Sally too, but I mean if they're gonna try to put her up against Hope and Stassi over Liam's heart, that's a losing battle. Let's be honest. I mean I don't know about that though. I mean after you I don't know, know, I'm more for Sally than I am for I'm more for Hope. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna you know, this. she went with the brother. She played him back and forth, made him leave Steffi for the most part. Then he get, finally gets with Steffi, and she sleeps with the father. He's probably like, you know what? Let me get me some red, because blonde and black don't do it up in this town. Let me get me some red. <laughs> there you go. I, I mean, okay. I can see where down the line they're going to have it where it's going to be i mean we call, i i figured that out when they brought Thorn, when they brought Thorn back i was like they're going to insert Thorn, Katie and Wyatt which is going to mean that Wyatt either is going to be with Sally for a minute or Hope oh god yep it's so nasty, people we shall continue ne- next mm-hmm. soap i am the young and the restless Oh, okay, okay, go ahead. Oh. All right. All right. I'm going to make a statement. Go ahead. And, you know, Melissa Claire Egan is leaving, and I need an antidepressant. We yeah. need to take a moment. We need to take a moment because that that actually made me depressed a little bit, too. Like, I, I like Chelsea. I, I mean, I know a lot of people. I do. You know, in the like in the last couple of years hasn't really connected with Chelsea. I like Chelsea. I love the evolution. I love the fact that they've gone back into her history in her past and they brought up her original, you know, behavior a little bit. I, I I am going to miss her. I just hope they don't screw up her exit storyline. 
Oh, they're rushing it. Look at look at it. It, it ramped up in a week already. They are rushing yeah. it big time. I mean, she leaves um, next month, like mid-March. So, I just, I just hope it's a payoff. I think, I think look, younger Russell fans, you know what, what, what is the deal? Everybody wants a certain somebody to come back to whisk her off canvas. That's the high hope right now. Well, that's 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 the story that they seem to be writing right now with the mysterious mm-hmm. text, the money that was suddenly mm-hmm. appears. You know, she had no idea about that money. That wasn't her getaway. Yeah. That wasn't her getaway with the baby. That wasn't her exit plan. She had a plan in place, but it wasn't the money in the wall. That was that's Adam letting her know I'm setting everything up. Only you know it's so cryptic, cryptic, and she's so nick-eyed right now that she's not getting it. We're all getting mm-hmm. it, but she's not getting it. So you don't think she's really scamming herself? No, no, I don't. I think Adam's doing it, setting up her exit storyline. What I what I think would be amazing if they did, if they brought um, what's her name? Justin. Uh, you know, crazy. Uh, no, crazy best friend uh, Maggie. Not Maggie. What the hell's her name? Chloe. 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 Yeah, Mm. if they brought her in with a message from Adam. And that's how she actually went off the canvas with her. Well, we know um, Greg Reichardt's coming back, so maybe that's... Yeah, it, it, yeah. it all it all kind of sort of plays to, they figured that off screen, they figured out Adam's alive. Um, Adam was whatever, recovering, who the hell knows, maybe he had amnesia for a year, whatever it is, now it's all into play, and they're going to whisk her off real quick. And she's going to take Christian with her. The only problem is is that even though they're rushing the story, it's still like the fact that Chelsea, and even though Chelsea knew or quote, you know, thinks Chloe's dead, and she made peace with her, I still would think. I mean, if they're going to have Chloe, there needs to be some kind of confrontation. Like, what do you mean you think you're deaf? What do you mean you knew Adam was a lot like stuff like that? I need to see that. I mean. Yeah, and I think that's gonna that's what it'll be. It'll be a three episode run on where they're the main story for the three episodes and it'll be all blown out so quickly. You're not dead. What do you wait, wait, wait a minute. But it doesn't matter and she's gonna keep trying to throw in butt 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 and Chelsea's just gonna keep going, going, going and finally she's gonna say, But I'm here because of Adam. What do you mean you're here because of Adam? Adam's alive too. Where? Oh, okay, let's go. Oh, grab Christian, hurry. I got Colin. And I need Kevin Colin, whatever the hell his name is. And here's the thing, you just said, right, like Chelsea be in disbelief because first and foremost, said that Chloe faked her death and is saying that Adam's alive. I need Kevin to come in and confirm it. Like, she's not lying. She's telling the truth. Adam is such and such. And show her a picture, a, a recent picture of him, real time or something, like on or the FaceTime, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we, all we have to see is the back of the phone. And he'd be like, babe, I'm waiting in Honolulu. Get on the plane. <laughs> or even... But you heard her. I know. You heard her say... Yeah. You heard her say... What was it? Yesterday, she says, I'm doing this all... When she's talking to Christian oh, after Nick leaves. I'm doing, I'm doing this all for you because... I don't want Grandpa Victor coming after me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that could... That could be the red herring of why she's so hard trying to, to prove to Nick, 
you know, that she's real, you know, the good Chelsea, you know, that she's reformed her ways and all that. That could be a red herring, making us think that it's her to to throw off the surprise that, bam, it's been Adam all along. Do I mean, you think she actually has known that Adam's been alive all this time? Um, no, I don't think I don't think they're gonna play that. What I think it would be wonderful is if they could get a one or a two day appearance from Justin Hartley. Um, but I don't think that's gonna happen. This is us is just too popular. I don't think he's gonna step up. I would take five but, minutes. I would take five minutes of seeing Justin Hartley on TV. Just five oh. minutes, not a whole story. Just five minutes. Yep. That maybe maybe yep. even Chloe doesn't come back. Maybe that's Greg Reichert's story. He comes back to say, listen, da 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 sign this to absolve Chloe, this and that, blah, 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 blah. And then they, he opens the door, and there's, there's Justin Hartley. She goes running into his arms. Greg picks up both boys. They walk out, and that's it. We never see them again. Hmm. How many different jobs okay. is he going to have in the, next two, in the next two more weeks? Is he going to have, like, five more jobs in the next two weeks? Who, Justin? JT. <laughs> Oh, JT, I know. I thought that was rather crass, how he, yesterday. Didn't Which you? part? Where he At says, the dinner party? Where he brought up Jill. Yeah, yeah, came. so did I. That was, yes. that, was very out, that was very out of class. And, you know, I'm, for one, I'd like to know who Victoria thinks she is, and because I don't really, I, I have a more appreciation for Kane than I do for Victoria. First and foremost, Victoria is the daughter of the iconic Victor Newman, who doesn't take no for an answer. She is the belle of ballroom who also doesn't take crap from people. And when she does, all she has to do is go to her dad, or sometimes she, she can do it herself, and she will make somebody's life a living hell. Victoria Newman, ladies and gentlemen. Victoria. Thank you, Candace. I think that explains You're welcome. it. Yeah. I, mean, I like this. I like this. <clears throat> I always said Victoria, she's, you know, you know how parents groom you for success and whatnot, or just say you can be whatever you want to be, yeah. just as long as it's just like me. That's Victor Newman to Victoria, and Victoria right. with this whole Ashley thing, she's not, she's not, she's not stupid. Like she is looking at everything with her eyes wide open, and hopefully she's looking at everything with her eyes wide open, and she's not, she's not taking any. Look, she's already took enough crap. I mean, she trusted people that, you know, kind of screwed her over, too. She made Mm -hmm. bad decisions. Who hasn't? But she she literally is her father's child. So I like Victoria right now. No, I haven't liked Victoria in a while. And I hate to say that because Victoria is one of what has been one of my core characters. Um, But I haven't liked her in a while. And. It doesn't make sense to me that she would play it the way she's playing it right now, especially being Victor Newman's child. She would rub up on Ashley, rub through Ashley, and then stomp her instead of trying to run the race next to her and out thoroughbred her. 
It just doesn't. It's the, the writing is not really solid in this storyline at all. It doesn't. It's not coming together right. Uh, unless they have a master plan that I'm not seeing, this cattiness is not is not what the true what true Victoria how true Victoria would play it. But like I said, I mean, she's been screwed so many times, and not only that, but she knows like okay. Jack and Ashley had this big confrontation to where Jack really just, you know, made Ashley like, guess what? You're not a part of a family bum. So Victoria sees it as, okay, here's somebody trying to come over to prove a point, but at the same time, she's on my turf. Like, she can make a point somewhere else. She ain't coming over to my family company to make a point to everybody else. And at the same time, she's not a child. You know, and I, I guess it's, it's, it's the way of her, her growth because Victoria and Ashley, yeah, they, I mean, look, they, they, were, they were cool, then there were times they weren't, and then there were times they were like, you know what, <laughs> it is what it is. But now she's right. kind of like, you know, like I, you know, the only reason that my father and my mom hired you was because of what happened with you and Jack. And if you feel as though you're going to come over and try to take over my company, then you have another thing coming. And if you want to, we can try, but you know, in the end, it's not going to work out. Yeah. 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 Without the whole bitchy, sassy, like, oh, it's my daddy, it's my company. Victoria's smarter than that. That's what annoys me. Yeah. Yeah, she's smarter than that. She should be playing Ashley rather than, you know, rather than running the race with Ashley. Well, also you guys think too, Victoria. I mean, let's be honest, Abby. You know, Victoria's kind of playing the Abby role a little bit because Abby yeah. tried that yeah. Daddy. You know what I'm saying? That you yeah. know, Daddy finally gave her the keys to the nice company, and Abby was like living it up. She's like, guys, my Daddy finally. And then Victoria stole the spotlight from Abby. Now Victoria does feel as though, like, okay, you bring Ashley, who's had her own problems, to try to steal my thunder, to steal my spotlight? Are you kidding me? Like, yeah, but no. you know what, too? Three different people, as far as I've seen in the last, like, four days, three different people have basically pointed it out to her. You've had the keys to the kingdom how many times now? Four? Five? Right. And it's. And he, Nick's had the keys to the kingdom. Adam's had the keys to the kingdom. You are not, right. no one's ever going to really have the keys to the kingdom because Victor's sitting in that inner office, you know, the safe room, whatever it be, pu- pushing all his little buttons and playing games. Right. You're mm-hmm. never going to okay. outbox the mustache unless you cut that mustache yep. off, and, you know, and you, like Samson and, you know, Delilah. If you cut that hair off, then right. maybe he won't be the mustache no more. Right. Right. Okay. We're we're short on time. Hit GH, the best moments of GH. Okay. I am really oh, yeah, pissed off. Descend. Yeah, go ahead. If they are bringing Sonny's father on to piggyback on a Y&R dementia storyline, I am really pissed off. There was, there was no need for it. If they are going to do it, they should have done it with someone like Jackie Zeman. If you if you can't bring Mom, back don't. the mic that we all know and love, why are you bringing this weird man to play mic back on? And don't be piggybacking on a storyline that did so well for another soap. No, no, no. This is just all wrong. You're, I love that Jason got brain. to play daddy today. 
And I just want I, 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 the one scene that I was waiting for just did not happen. I wanted to see Anna come in with a chainsaw and be like, "Now nah, he ain't dead. I gotta cut his head off. I gotta cut his penis off. I gotta chop him into a hundred pieces because this man has never been dead. He's gotta be dead." Yep. In Valentine lied to her. Valentine absolutely lied to her. This is a red herring. This is a red herring. She did not give birth to a girl. He's just throwing her off the case. Um, and absolutely what confirmed it for me was the phone call between Peter and Valentina at the end of today's show. Yep. I'm going to pretend that never happened. I'm going to focus on the good. I agree with you about the whole Mike with Alzheimer's. I, was, I thought I was the only one that, I mean, obviously I was watching. I'm like, wait a second. Don't tell me they're going to. They are. And, and the sad part is, is that, once again, DH, you're making it all about, no offense, Sonny. Like, this show needs to grow. And I see that emotional connection with the whole um, uh, Nathan storyline with Maxie and Lulu and Dante. Like, that's the emotional storyline that, as a fan, right I appreciate. Because right now, yeah, but because you're bringing back, first and foremost, you got Mac and Felicia. That's a good thing, okay, to help it, yeah. to help with, you know, Maxie. You have Anna. You have Robin. You have the Scorpio family and Kat. Not right. only that, Princess Storms has been killing it with her acting. Yeah, has. Pretty yep. And so is Michelle Stafford. And yeah, so is Michelle Stafford. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, Michelle Stafford, you know, a lot of people have said some stuff about Michelle and whatnot. Some people need to sip it. But this this storyline, I just feel as though this is the reawakening of her. And I like the yep. I love, I just love that it's, this is actually a real story that's going on. Like a lot of people, you know, have spouses who are cops and firefighters and stuff. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a little soap twist to it, but this is real, especially when the blood on the sonogram. Yep. If that didn't do it, I'm like, oh, God. I'm like, oh, wow. Like they really are going for the emotions. Other than that. With that part of General Hospital, I'm I'm watching. Everything else, I, with Anna, what other kid other than the kid that she lost with David Hayward on All My Children and Rock? Who? Why? Why? Why GH? Why are you doing this? Like I don't see the point. That's my frustration with that. I mean, other than that, I mean, it's all other. Hey. Hey, guys, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Do you want to give your last message before we we say goodbye to everybody? Keep, keep watching the soaps. We're down to four. Keep supporting them. There's a, there's a lot of great um, material for these actors out, you know, on these shows. Um, watch, Make sure you watch these web shows, too. Tainted Dreams on Amazon, <laughs> you know. So keep it going. Keep the soap genre alive. Absolutely. Austin Peck was a great guest. Um, He enlightened us in a lot of ways. He was real and funny and raw, and Tainted Dreams is a great show. If you haven't checked it out, get onto Amazon. Season 1 and 2 are now available, and the more hits we get, the more likely it is we'll get a Season 3. And uh, once again, I love being on the show. I love interacting with you guys. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Carolyn? 
Yeah, it's been <laughs> it's been a fun night. <laughs> and uh, I have to watch uh, t- I have to watch Tainted Dreams because um, it's a soap within a soap. So Austin said that there's a lot of um, real life on Tainted Dreams. <laughs> and his character is just so hot. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. I just tweeted I at a... Tainted Dreams um, on uh, on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, uh, really. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Tainted Dreams. Yes, it's on Twitter. Tainted Dreams. <laughs> at, at Tainted Dreams. Ts. Yes. All right, sweet dreams, everybody. I'll see you in two or hear you in two weeks. Yep, 22nd. My okay, birthday. guys. Keep oh, keep keep warm. Yep, Thanks. you too. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody, and we'll see you soon. <laughs> okay. Night, everybody. Bye. Good night. Bye.